Do you love this podcast? Do you wish you could learn even more? Well, we have an online class bundle. Our online class bundle is comprised of three online classes, Beautifying Your Home for Less, Styling Your Home, and The Fundamentals of Feng Shui. Each one of those three classes is between 30 and 45 minutes long and chock-filled with visuals and tips, things that will help you to style your own space or help out with other spaces. Additionally, with the pack of three classes, you get an autographed copy of my book, Affordable Interior Design. You get all of that for only $99. Once again, that's the three online classes as well as the book for only $99. You just go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to buy your bundle today. And if one of those classes sounded intriguing, but maybe you already have my book or some of the other topics are not of interest, you can buy the classes individually at that site as well. Each class is $40. So head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash classes to get your bundle or your online class today. need a high-end designer or a lot of money to get a luxe look. Be your own interior designer. This is Affordable Interior Design, the podcast. Here's your host, Betsy Hellman. Hello, everybody. It is great to be back with you. I am in a celebratory mood. That's the confetti on my shirt. Guys, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see two things. You can see I have confetti on my shirt. And second of all, you can see that my lipstick order finally came in. So for the first time in 18 months, I purchased lipstick and it arrived in the mail because who goes to stores anymore? COVID safe. How do I get to Sephora? I don't even know. So it's all here. And now I look like I didn't just roll out of bed. I still didn't put on any makeup besides the lipstick, but that'll be next level. That's coming. You know, I'm slowly crawling out of this pandemic. It still feels like I'm under its thumb, but it's time to start looking, looking like I'm not in the middle of a pandemic. All right. Well, I hope that you all are doing well, staying healthy and enjoying September. Back to school is in full swing. September always has a lot of different meanings for me here at Affordable Interior Design. Of course, it's back to school, as I mentioned, and the kids are back and everything feels good and they're pumped, more pumped than ever because last year was such a weird, funky year. But the other great thing is that I have my anniversary. So I had my personal anniversary with my husband of 11 years and it's still the pandemic, so we didn't get to do anything wild and crazy, but he did surprise me. He took me back to the hotel where we spent our wedding night. We were on the same floor overlooking the Manhattan skyline in Brooklyn. We went to my favorite restaurant in Park Slope, Aldi Law, and we just wandered around and had nowhere to go. Of course, we had to wake up early to get to my son's baseball game the next morning, but for one brief moment in time, we got to go back in time and relive 11 years because for those of you who are in long-term relationships, have been married... This is definitely the longest relationship I've ever been in. And it's work. Everybody says that. I know. 
I know, but it, but it really is work. So it's fun to celebrate the wins. Our anniversary happens to be on September 11th. So as someone who was in New York City on that day, September also holds a really um, sacred part of my heart, not just because it was the day I was married, even though it was many years after September 11th that we know from New York City. I was here in New York on that day, and it's part of what spurred me to become an interior designer. It's why I feel I'm so purpose-driven in interior design. In a nutshell, for those of you who haven't heard previous September 11th episodes, I was brand new to the city and I didn't know anyone. I worked at Planet Hollywood as a waitress. There were no tourists coming in. I lived with a folk singer in the East Village in a sublet and I had no connections, no friends, three suitcases and a cat in a sublet. And I didn't even have ID with that address. So I couldn't even get below 14th Street to go to my sublet. I had just signed a lease for September 15th at a place in Times Square. So I wasn't quite in yet. I didn't have my own place. And the place I was to move into on September 15th was as wide as I was tall. I'm five foot seven, actually, and it was only five feet wide and 10 feet long. So it was a very difficult time just with that alone. And then being in this new big city, which was very intimidating, and I didn't have any friends besides my cat. And then, of course, the devastation of September 11th. And, you know, I didn't have a lot of financial resources. Nobody was coming to Planet Hollywood. I found myself wandering the streets every night and every day because I had no friends. And I just needed to be outside because I had no TV. The folk singer didn't have a TV, and I didn't have cable where I was moving. Uh, I didn't even have a TV because I only had three suitcases, as you recall. So I would wander New York City and wonder how I could help. The city that I had just arrived to was suddenly in major distress. What did I have to offer? I moved here to make paintings and be an actress. And how could I contribute? I had no experience in anything that could really help in that very moment. I didn't see a correlation between any of the skills I had and what I could give back to the city. So I wandered the streets and was just really depressed, sad, and scared. But I would look in people's windows and I would see that even in these really tony neighborhoods like the West Village, like Park Avenue, people were living in places where I knew the rent was high. I mean, my little place cost me $8.16 a month and I couldn't even lay down without touching both walls. And they didn't have art on the walls. They didn't have good lighting. There would be like this blue fluorescent light that was casting a glow through the window. They didn't have window treatments, so I could see what they were up to, and I could see they didn't have art. And I thought, hmm, I wonder if there's a way that I could help them artistically. Maybe I could make paintings for their apartment. Maybe I could, I don't know. But just with every step, I was kind of putting out this energy saying, how can I help? Show me a way that I can help the city of New York. Show me how I can make an impact in New Yorkers' lives. Show me how I can make a difference when the whole world seems, you know, so big and scary and daunting. And ultimately, that difference for me became interior design. And whenever I onboard somebody new here at Affordable Interior Design, whether it's an intern who just started with us last week whether it's a salesperson who started with us four months ago, or whether it's a new designer who also started with us four months ago. I always tell them the story of September 11th because I want them to know how deep this passion goes 
And if they don't feel in their capacity that they are making a difference to New Yorkers, then they're in the wrong place. Because every day I wake up to make a difference in the lives of New Yorkers. And now I'm so grateful that I can say with our virtual services and with people flying me to London, having all this fun, that I make a difference in people's lives worldwide. And that is why I wake up in the morning. Sure, I love throw pillows. Yes, I love a really comfortable crushed velvet duvet. But that's not why I come to work. I come to work to make a difference. And on those days when it's hard, on those days when there's invoicing and taxes, like this week I have sales tax due, and all this minutia that feels so heavy and so annoying and so not in alignment with my passions, I tap into the bigger vision of the company. And that keeps me going. And I want that to to be the underbelly of everyone who works here is that we are here to make a difference in people's lives. So there we go. That in a nutshell is what's going on with me. But turning September 11th on the other side and finding reason to celebrate, it's actually our 16th anniversary of being in business. And last year was Affordable Interior Design's 15th anniversary. And, you know, we weren't able to have a party. We weren't able to get a cake. I wasn't able to even have the team over because coronavirus was just so scary and prevalent. And And this year, again, I feel like I can't really celebrate this major accomplishment. Even to have a small business and come through coronavirus feels like a huge accomplishment. So I'm celebrating in a small way. It's me, my dog, and you, podcast listeners. I do want to get myself a cake, but I just don't want to let the moment go by because maybe you feel this in your own life in some way, in some facet of your life, but you know, it's really easy to get caught in the, the struggle and to not celebrate the wins, to miss the wins because you're so busy with the to-do list. I have a to-do list a mile long over there that I'm just not doing right now because I'm crossing the podcast off the to-do list. But you get so busy with all the stuff that has to happen, all the stuff that you know isn't glamorous or fun or celebratory that you forget to take a moment and celebrate. So that's what I'm doing with you guys here right now. Thank you for indulging me as I celebrate this win. And I want you to know that the podcast for the last six years and now really the Academy is my new way to make a difference in people's lives. Yes, I feel the huge ripple effect of my interior design business, but I realized that with a podcast, I could have an even bigger reach. And then with this Academy, I could have an even more important reach that I could allow people to realize their dreams in their everyday life, to become interior designers, to make a difference, to make income. So it goes beyond just my firm. I'm able to allow people to create their own firms and have their own impact in the communities where they are and to support their family, sustain their family. I'm just going to celebrate that right now. I wish I had cake. And now it's time for a quick commercial break. You've asked for it, and we have answered the call. For years, you've been saying, Betsy, you're talking about all these great design concepts, but we can't visualize them. You're describing the picture that the listener sent in of their problem, and we wish we could see that picture too. 
After all, a picture is worth a thousand words and I do my best to describe them, but there's nothing like seeing it for yourself. And that's why Affordable Interior Design, the podcast, now has a YouTube channel. Not only do we have a YouTube channel where you could see recordings and clips of these podcast episodes, we also have an Instagram, a Facebook, and so many other exciting things. You should check it out. Head over to affordableinteriordesign.com slash links. Once again, affordableinteriordesign.com slash L-I-N-K-S links. And when you go there, you will see links to our YouTube page, our Instagram page, our Facebook page, and more. Please check it out, follow and subscribe so you can see everything I'm talking about. Well, I also want to celebrate that I get to help you guys. And helping you guys means answering your questions. And after this question that I answer today, my mailbag is officially empty. Guys, help me. Fill her up. Send your questions. Go to affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast. Once again, that's affordableinteriordesign.com slash podcast and send me your questions. I love to dig in. I love to hear what you're working on. I love to see what's going on. And as you know, I just love to help. So I'm going to answer this question and then depending on how long that takes, I'm going to wrap up with more personal info because, guys, if you don't send me questions, I just jibber-jabber. You know, as a podcast listener myself, you know I listen to oodles and oodles of podcasts. I just can't get enough. Uh, One of my favorite podcasts, The Struggle Bus, used to have this segment that was called jibber-jabber, and it was my favorite part because I got to hear what the hosts were up to in their lives, and they took questions from listeners and took a deep dive into the letters they'd received, but I always waited to hear what Kate and Sally were up to. So uh, hopefully you're enjoying my jibber-jabber as much as I enjoyed theirs. But if you're not enjoying my jibber-jabber, send in questions. Mama need content. Mama need content. All right, here we go. This question comes in from Griffin. And Griffin is writing from Charlotte, North Carolina. Hi, Betsy. We moved into our new home last week, and we are looking to paint the master bedroom and bathroom. Our two-word phrase is cozy mid-century. We want a moody feel in our master suite. We've chosen the darkest green on the left for our bedroom and the blue-green on the bottom for our bathroom. I'm just not sure how to treat the ceiling in either of those rooms. I'm hesitant to keep it plain white, but my boyfriend has an issue with painting the entire thing dark green. What are your thoughts? First of all, thanks, Griffin, for writing in because you know I need my questions. And Griffin also happens to be a premium member, which I really appreciate and helps to sustain this podcast and keep us on the air. I just joined this new Facebook group. Let me see what it's called. It's called like MCM interiors or something. And it's all mid-century modern furniture, inspiration, people who are moving into mid-century modern homes, people who are showing off the homes that they've decorated. Yes, it's called mid-century modern interiors. And I just love it because while I don't feel I have a signature style anymore, 
it's kind of a bummer, but the more homes I work on, the more spaces I design, the more I appreciate all the styles. And I feel that my personal style gets diluted and diluted and diluted. But as you guys know, my real personal style, if I had to dig down deep, if I had to think back to my 20s and what I really gravitated towards, what helped me to fall in love with interior design, it was mid-century modern. I love all things 60s. I love the Brady Bunch. I love mod. So 60s, 70s, graphic patterns, bold colors, uh, jewel tones, walnut furniture, teak, all that stuff just rings my bell. And even though now it's buried with an appreciation of transitional, traditional, contemporary, modern, beachy, eclectic, boho, deep down inside that little kernel, that little MCM gal is still in there uh, and still maybe appreciates that style the most. But one thing I don't appreciate, and Griffin, I don't know how many of these episodes you've listened to, but if you've listened to enough, you've heard me say this, and I'm going to say it a little bit louder for your BF, right? Your boyfriend. But I don't like using the color green in any rooms where you see a lot of skin, whether it's a bathroom or a bedroom, because green is a very restful color. So that's a good choice for this area, right? That's why they call it a green room in acting, because it calms your nerves. You're used to seeing large swaths of green in nature, be it grass or treetops. So it can be soothing. But the problem with that color is it casts a pallor on your skin. So it makes you look like a sickly little Yoda. And I just don't like it in a place where, say, I'm going to be doing my makeup and I want to really get a sense of how I actually look. If it's just a powder room or something like that, doing a forest green or even a really deep teal can be gorgeous. But if I'm going to be, you know, checking myself out, really getting a sense of what I look like, trying to apply eyeshadow or even this lipstick that finally came in, um, it's not going to really show me what I truly look like. And that's going to be a problem. Also, I mentioned that I had an anniversary. When I'm having special time in the bedroom, when I am wearing less clothing than normal, you know, my skin is going to reflect this green tone, which is going to make me look sallow and sickly. So green is a color I avoid in those two rooms. And I certainly would not do a super dark, saturated version of it. In a bathroom where I'm doing makeup, I prefer to do a neutral tone creams, grays, beiges, whites. I avoid any color altogether because any color will cast a pallor. In a bedroom, I like to use those same neutral tones, but maybe go a little bit darker. Or I like to stay with something warmer, like a peach. You want to be careful with yellows if you have any trouble sleeping because yellow is a color of stimulation. So just like the sun, it kind of wakens you. But if you don't have a trouble sleeping or if you need to sleep less, I think a lovely yellow would make skin look a little bit more vibrant. Personally, I also like blues, like a really mellow, muted blue. My bedroom is Iceberg from Benjamin Moore. I just love it. It puts me in that really calm, restful mood without being a strong tone. So those are some concepts that I have in mind. 
if we really want to get into it, Griffin, if you're going to embrace the green, no matter what I say, and and these greens are dark, by the way, if you're not looking on our YouTube channel, if you're instead listening on the podcast, these are like forest green, emerald green, uh, not quite grass green because it's not that yellow, but definitely a rich, deep sage. These greens are not bashful. So I totally agree with your boyfriend that doing the ceiling is going to be overwhelming. It is going to feel like you're ensconced in a canopy of green, a green cave. I just think that it might start to be a little oppressive. So I do think that you should keep the ceilings white. You could choose a white that has a little subtle undertone of green. That'd be be a nice way to kind of pick up things. Or, you know, the best way to make green stand out is to use its complementary color. And we know, according to color theory, that the complementary color of green is red. So if you were to choose a white for the ceiling that has just a little bit of pink, it's really going to make that green pop. Whereas if you do choose a white that has a little bit of green, it's just going to emphasize how mellow it is and just really almost look like it's reflecting additional green. So those are just a few tips I have for you. But my number one tip, don't go green. Did that totally ruin your mojo? Are you rethinking everything? Or are you just going to stop asking me questions, Griffin? I think you should let your boyfriend listen to this and tell me what he has to say about this. I am very curious to hear what you guys ultimately do in your MCM bed and bath. Well, guys, it has been wonderful talking to you yet again. Here's to another 16 years of affordable interior design. I will tell you that right now we are rebranding our company. Very, very soon, we're going to have a completely new name. Okay, well, a slightly new name, new colors, new logo, new everything, but I'll reveal all that in October. For now, I'm just going to say thank you for listening. There's much, much more to come. We've been around for 16 years, but we have lots of exciting developments underway that I can't wait to share with you as we move into year 17. And in year 17, I am getting a cake, darn it. (laughs) All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Are you a fan of this podcast? Do you wish there was even more juicy content for you to sink your ears into? Well, there is. You can become a premium member of this podcast for $5.99 a month and get full access to an archive of over 50 bonus episodes. Additionally, we release a bonus episode every single month. That's a ton of extra content, including my personal interior design diaries, extra tips, my talking about trends, and so much more. Additionally, you'll be keeping us on the airwaves each and every week because your premium membership money goes directly back to making this podcast amazing. Check us out at affordableinteriordesign.com. Click on podcast to learn more and to become a premium member today.
A big thank you to our amazing producer, Catherine Heller, to Aton and the MBCR House Band, and to Affordable Interior Design, the sponsor of this podcast and the premier place to get an amazing look on a budget. Check out affordableinteriordesign.com. If you guys love the show, the very best way to support us is by spreading the word. Tell your friends or write us an awesome review on iTunes. So until next week, guys, thanks so much for joining us, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.